Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe while listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. This week. On the podcast. Is Carly's birthday pick. Hit the button. Hey, Elaine, why didn't you do a thing like this week on the podcast? We look for pizza crumbs. Stains on Carly's shirt. Because <laughs> last week I fucked it up so bad, this week I didn't say anything. Mm. Long memory. Well, long memory, yeah. Okay, Carly, tell us what the, the, what's the movie? The Sandlot. You just said that. What's it about? It, I didn't write that down. But well, we I'm all sure know. You, I'm sure you, <laughs> this is going to be What if our friends out there don't know? So what's the movie about? It's about uh, kids. A lot of sand. Play, who play baseball, and they lose a ball. They've got to get it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's deep. Right. I never do movie synopsis okay. on my episodes. I just... I write, I, them down. I write them down, but I never read them. Sometimes I write it down on that I one. do. Sometimes I didn't for this one. I do, but it's never like a long time. I know you do. I never do. I wrote, it's a beloved movie from my childhood that Tony has never seen. Really? So happy birthday to me. Happy Dang. birthday to you. I'm making Tony watch it as a birthday present to myself. So now wow. he no. may get when I do lines from it. <laughs> That's like. <laughs> then I feel bad when I nay it. Oh. <laughs> you aren't going to nay it. It's great. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, maybe it's great. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, I know I thought it was. Well, Bond, we'll get to that. All right. So it was written and directed and narrated by Devin M. Evans, mm-hmm. who also wrote and directed Radio Flyer. Mm. Oh. That movie made Elijah Wood mm-hmm. Radio Flyer is sad. He's right. credited as a co-writer is Robert Gunter, and the two of them worked together to write the screenplay for Journey to the Center of the Earth, which I've never seen, but I've heard of. It's a new one with Brendan Fraser? No, no it's, it's an old one. <laughs> Jules hmm. Verne? Interesting. Know. I'm going to the IMDb. I'm to the, the IMDb Tribune. The new one happened in the 90s. <laughs> no, the new one just recently happened with Brandon Fraser. So, anywho. Because Journey to the Center of the Earth was written by Jules Verne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and that wasn't, he didn't write well, that, that with was, Jules Verne. Yeah, that was the, a movie. It's in 1993, and it looks like it was maybe a cartoon Maybe I heard of it because of the new one, so I thought it was a popular movie, but it wasn't. Let me tell you, I'm just going to, just because it's funny, as I'm scrolling through the this Journey to the Center of the Earth's uh, IMDb page, it, you know how it always shows you one review? Mm-hmm. It was a one out of ten, and the first line is, complete turd. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's wonderful. So harsh. Complete harsh turd. Harsh, cr- harsh so, criticism of Robert Gunther there. What you mean is that Lainey's going to watch the movie now and pick up somebody. <laughs> All right. Yes. Complete turd. So, I wrote the adults that we're starring in this movie first. We have Art LaFleur as Babe Ruth. Welcome back to the podcast. Looks nothing like Babe Ruth. He was Baines from The Replacements. Yes, he was. <laughs> we have James Earl Jones. I didn't think anything was necessary to write about that. <laughs> he was in Best of the Best. He was the coach. 
Dennis Leary. He's Darth he's Vader. In, he was in the, Who's an asshole. Oh, yes. yo, yes. buddy, yo, buddy, yo. <laughs> it's a good song, and I do like Dennis Leary. We have Karen Allen, who the plays the mom. Mm-hmm. She's in Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know who her son was? Chaz Kramer, asshole. Wow. Way to bring it around. Mutt. Wow. Oh, that, that movie was such dog trash. I watched it the other day just to prove to myself it sucked, and, and I succeeded. Like Elaine said, we should watch it again, and I'm always like, all right, well, let's watch it. She's like, well, not now. There's parts of it that aren't terrible, but the parts that are terrible. <laughs> it's don't. a perfectly fine movie. No, it's not. It's just, no, it, it's, it's perfectly it's, fine. Some of it's bad. The problem is that the other movies are are better than perfectly fine. They're good movies, but this one is just perfectly fine. So in comparison to the other ones, it seems like a giant steaming pile of crap. Perfect but turd. it's not. It's just a fine movie. So it's a complete turd? Some movies are just okay, and that's what like this Queen movie of the Dance. is. No, that one is a dinosaur turd. Whoa. <laughs> it's giant and steaming and smells like dinosaur poop. It's a big pile of shit. What you say? All right. So we have Tom Gurry. I don't know how you say his name. As Smalls, and he was in Black Hawk Down. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mike Vitar as Benny. Mm-hmm. In the Jets. Like the Teen Beat star. <laughs> he, he was in uh, D two and D three. Mm-hmm. He was. We Those were Mighty Ducks movies. People who don't know that. Patrick Renna as the Ham. Mm-hmm. The Great Ham Hambino. Yeah. Chauncey. He was also in the Mighty Ducks movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. No. Ham was, was not in the Mighty yeah. Ducks. Yeah, he was in the second one. Was he? Brandon Quinton yes. Adams was Kenny. Yeah, Kenny was. Oh, maybe. <laughs> thought I, I thought he was in the... Uh, he was in a soccer movie. Yes. <laughs> he was in the soccer green, version but of... But I thought he was also he in the Mighty Ducks. You can still keep thinking it's still not true. I'm going to the Mighty Geese. The Mighty Chauncey Geese. Leo Party was Squint. Mark Chauncey. York was Yeah Yeah. Um, Grant Gelt was Bertram. Shane Obidzinski is Tommy Timmons, and Victor Demata is Timmy Timmons. Now, Old Benny is played by Mike Vitar's brother. So. I knew that <laughs> as of this morning when we watched. Elaine <laughs> looked it up on the IMDb. So, uh, well, I guess not. He was yeah, in an episode of Salute Your Shorts, though. Oh, I Quite didn't know that. Quite a few of them were in episodes. <laughs> and of he Boy was Meets the little World. brother in really? Son-in-Law. Really? No. no. Boy Meets World. That was a. That's a. An old D, but it's uh, old. I thought he was in the first Mighty Ducks movie, but I guess Still that was wrong. Still not. So speaking of IMDb's, this movie has a 7.8 on IMDb. Mm-hmm. It has a 60% toma- tomato meter score with an 89% audience score. John says to me, this movie is underappreciated. I said, it's Carly's birthday. <laughs> and he's like, so oh. He's like, oh, okay. He's then. like, oh. Time by. Rules. <laughs> so I still have two reviews. Mm-hmm. I don't have money information, but I don't. Uh, I'm, I don't sh- I'm sure someone could find that. <laughs> Who has a phone out right now? Scrolling, looking. <laughs> it just says that it grossed thirty-two million dollars. And we'll say that it cost twenty to make. Way to go, guys! Yeah, sure. Sounds twenty good. seems high too. Cause yeah, because they didn't. Not much. It's like one. It's like one forty-two or two sets. days of a baseball field. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm sure they didn't even have to build that baseball field. They just drove around. There's one. It was filmed in Utah. <laughs> Not a lot of movies uh, filmed in Utah. Yeah. So Matt G said. So Matt. A so corny it had to be intentional story of boyhood, America, summer, imagination, truth, fantasy, and baseball that I will love forever and for always. So get over it. Okay. <laughs> so get over it. 
On the other hand, critic Alliance R said this movie sucks. <laughs> wow. wow. It's a wow. classic, in quotes, I hear you saying, but not all classics live up to their name as a classic. God awful yeah, child I know, acting. Dracula. Well, Whoa. Oh, God awful child acting? That's what it says. This is one of the best groups of child actors we've seen on this podcast. <laughs> and a movie that has no plot, it isn't even interesting for most of the movie. Well, I will say this. Out of there are 48 named baseball movies on Box Office Mojo, and this is number 18. Hmm. It's what? Under what? What top Fever Pitch. Top three? Top three. Where's top um, three? No, the Natural is actually. Field of Dreams. 11. Bull Durham. All right, you can keep yelling at What's me. What's the top three? Just you sh- said top three, but you keep yelling What's at me. What's the top three? Um, number three. This is uh, Lifetime Gross, by the way. Uh huh. Moneyball. Wow. Okay, that's a good movie. I number two, modern movie. 42. Right. And number one surprised me, because it's an oldie, A League of Their Own. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I never saw 42. The All-American uh, Girls Baseball League. I think we were told to Tom watch Hanks, 42. great movie. I feel like somebody told me to watch 42. It looks like it was probably never. good. You think there's men in this country ain't seen your bosoms? <laughs> it's a great movie. Mm. All right, what did you think going in, Tony, who never saw it? I thought, wow, i never seen this before. And that's it? That's a, it was your turn to be Carly for a day, and that's all you thought. I don't know what you want me to say. I didn't know anything about it. Because that's what Carly wow. thinks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Elaine, what do you think? I used to have a look at this thought, This movie I really like this movie. Really? <laughs> we used to have it on VHS. I used to have it on VHS. It's not adjusted for inflation. I do not have it on DVD. No. Uh, However, my 25th anniversary edition was released to with a Blu-ray mm. a couple of years ago. That was a big movie, though. When I was young, Mike Vitar was quite dreamy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what he the, looks like now. I know. Though. I watched a clip. Mm-hmm. The 25th anniversary was. I assume he's still. I'm assuming he's still dreamy. <laughs> they all of the guys got together and the director, but he's the only one that didn't make it. <gasps> so I got to see what all the rest of well, them. Well, he doesn't like. act anymore. Well, none of them. Well, a couple most of them, of them do. don't. <laughs> Well, baseball movies. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's the baseball movie the list. There's only 48 ever. So. Baseball movies I've seen, A League of Their Own, this one. Number one. Angels in the Outfield. <gasps> oh, I forgot about that. Number nine. And what's that movie where the kid, like, falls and then he can, like, hit really hard and then the he rookie. falls again the and he can't? Yeah. Number four. <laughs> number four. The Rookie is number four? <laughs> this is That gross. movie is terrible. Oh, no, it's that's not, not it. Oh, it's no, that's the movie with movies. Dennis Quaid. That's the movie with Dennis that's Quaid. That's a better movie. Um, the one I think about was Rookie of the Year. Yes. You're right. That movie, the Rookie number with Dennis seven. Quaid, was really good. This is They made what? money, not their actually the number w- one. <laughs> this is the li- Lifetime Gross, but the Rookie of the Year, number seven, which uh-huh. is significantly higher than this movie. What about Major League? Uh, ten. Ten. But this is not adjusted for inflation now, so you have to, you know, all things being even. I like, I'm looking at this list, and I like... Almost all of these. <laughs> um, the one that surprised me, really, honestly, is League of Their Own. It's that far ahead of everything else, considering it's not adjusted for inflation yet. It came out in 92. Yeah. Where it was like four bucks a ticket. It was a really good movie. It though. was a really good movie. A lot of famous people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true, too. Penny Marshall film. All right, John, what do you think going in? It's like, oh, I like this movie. We used to have this on VHS. <laughs> you guys thought the same thing. Aaron came That's over. That's what I thought. And I was like, do I have this idea? I know I had it on VHS too. And she was like, "You might." Well, I feel like one of us has it on DVD, and we went and looked, but I did not. I'm not the one that has it. <laughs> so it's Jessica. 
Aaron thinks maybe my parents have it and don't know it because they never watched it. They might as well not even have a DVD player. (laughs) Basketball? Wow. Uh, And the ones on the bottom you'll never have heard of. Mm. All right, I'm going to close this now so we stop looking at baseball movies. Mm. Okay. All right. 61 wasn't on there. Yeah, because it didn't make any money because it was a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, unappreciated. Mm. Well, maybe somebody should pick it. Somebody who's not me because I've never seen it. (laughs) Where are we at now? All right, so the movie opens with a voiceover, actually done by the director, but they sort of act like it's grown-up Smalls telling us um, we see him arriving to work, talking about the 1932 World Series and how Babe Ruth called the shot and then hit a home run. He said it was the greatest moment in sports history. I'm like, really? (laughs) I think it is considered... It's a big deal. I think it is considered one of the greatest moments in sports history. (laughs) Because you got it right. A lot of people did the same thing and missed. I'm sure. (laughs) They they don't do it anymore because more than not, you're not going to... Because they'll just pitch around you now. Like, all right, mm, way to go, dumbass. (laughs) So, 30 years later, a kid named Benjamin Franklin Rodriguez became a neighborhood legend during the best summer of their lives. Um, I don't think so. Uh, one of them, spoilers, gets up, hook up with uh, Wendy Peppercorn. <laughs> that was the best summer of his life. <laughs> couple there, years there is later. <laughs> a couple years later, he had the best summer of his life. It wasn't even close. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of them didn't do anything this no. summer. I well, thought he didn't hook up with Wendy Peppercorn until he was much older in his 20s. And that was the best summer of his life. <laughs> that may be true. What if it happened This seems to be the best summer of Still Smalls' be- his life. <laughs> that I agree, because his life seemed pretty bleak before this. <laughs> but the rest of them just played baseball a little bit. Yeah. Nothing exacting. This is the summer that Benny taught him how to play baseball, became his best friend, and got him out of the greatest pickle he'd ever been in. To that point. So now we're in the summer of 1962. And kids are playing baseball. At school, maybe? I feel like they should have some yeah. 1960s music playing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they couldn't afford it. You'd have to buy it, get rights and stuff for that. I don't so. know. Maybe. Um, Who is it? Come in. Do you I mean they're like knocking the on the door? Tail. It's the dog. <laughs> we see Benny at bat. He runs the bases and then gets caught between third and home. Back and forth, the baseman throw the ball and he's stuck. And the ham, or ham, yells, Pickle! And they all run so they can get a closer view. <laughs> How's this going to go down? Benny makes it home, and his teammates all give him high fives. And what I noticed is these kids are all dressed to play baseball better than most people dress <laughs> ever. <laughs> like, they're wearing, like, slacks and, like, dress shoes and cut button-up shirts. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that way's better. It didn't really I mean, happen. people who walk around in jeans and T-shirts all day. I mean, not you. <laughs> 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 Tony and I are both in jeans and t-shirts. I mean, not not class acts like we have. Yeah. John, 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 slime ball. Yeah, yeah. For atmosphere, John is wearing slacks and a polo shirt. Carly and Tony both have on jeans and t-shirts, and I'm wearing a patterned Lularoe legging <laughs> with a t-shirt. John may be overdressed. <laughs> this is his way. <laughs> Actually, that's what I wear the rest of the week. So on the weekends, me I wear too. Jeans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Smalls moved into the neighborhood a couple weeks before school let out, and it's it was fifth grade. So he's going to go into sixth grade at the beginning of the next school year. No, zero time to make friends. Zero. So he sees Benny walking home from playing and waves at him, but Benny just nods at him like, mm, who are you? <laughs> like you do when some strange kid's waving at you, like, yeah. hi. Especially when he looks as, like, gooby as Smalls. <laughs> Big old grin like, hey! <laughs> he looks like a doofus. 
<laughs> don't be a oh, goofus. A goof- don't look, be a goofus. They look like dorks. Dorks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, your clothes, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you don't get it. You get it? No. It's from Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. So we learned that Small's real dad died when he was little, and his mom remarried about a year ago. Bill. To Bill, yeah. Bill. And he and Bill are still getting used to each other. It's very awkward. Very. Dad, I mean Bill. Bill, I mean Dad. And <laughs> Bill is using his New York accent, but <clears throat> Dennis Leary has a Boston accent. Well, Smalls has a New York accent. He does. I don't know if that was intentional or that's just the kid's accent. No, I never noticed it my whole life. <laughs> Until spoiler this morning. This morning, like he says, "Get off of me!" I'm like, he said, "Get off of me!" I'm like, yeah, he's got a New York accent. And he says, "Like we gotta get that ball back." Yeah. Like he's that got wasn't my ball. <laughs> he's got a New York accent going. So good um, for that kid. Yeah. So let's that see. means Carly's lost. So, Dennis <laughs> plays his stepdad, and he's got a trophy room slash man cave office thing. Yeah, man. And uh, he seems to really like baseball <laughs> and just sports, but. Uh, well, this is 1962, they said. Mm-hmm. This is coming right off of one of the, I think, the best baseball season ever. 61. 1961. Okay. We'll get to that. <laughs> Where Roger Maris broke uh, Babe Ruth's home run record. Oh. So that would have been all over the place right now. Yeah. And they don't even mention it. Because no. that was a big deal. That's interesting. Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris were really big deals. So. Mm-hmm. And they don't mention Mickey Mantle. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. I mentioned mm-hmm. Hank Aaron. So yeah, they mentioned Hank person. Aaron. And obviously his family moved from New York. You'd think that they would know about Mickey Mantle. Yeah. Right. The Mick. They're just trying to keep it down. To yeah, they keep talking about Babe Ruth. That yeah. was like 30 I know, years but prior. That's the focus of this thing, but... They should have been a Mickey Mantle ball. That would have been cooler. Yeah, well, that's right. We can talk more about Mickey Mantle later. <laughs> oh, we can? Okay. So a small box in when Bill was setting up his man cave, and he asked him to teach him to play catch. He's like, of course I will. But he doesn't elaborate any. And Smalls just sort of stands there weirdly. And when he doesn't just leave, <laughs> Bill looks at him like, why are you still here? <laughs> and he's like, sorry. And then he goes out and watches through the crack in the door as Bill puts his Babe Ruth sign baseball on the stand. Should that be in like glass or something? You would think. <laughs> I don't know. Well, if you leave it out, won't it get worn and... No. From what? Air. <laughs> air is the enemy. You want to vacuum seal that motherfucker. Yeah, if he had a glass case, he certainly couldn't vacuum seal it in 1962. <laughs> yeah, she's right. I wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't alive yet, so. <laughs> Shit, my parents are barely alive, so. Yeah, my mom wasn't alive yet. <laughs> Both my parents were. Were they vacuum sealing things? No. <laughs> I was hatched. I doubt. <laughs> they were they were toddlers. He was lab grown like Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> so we next see him running down the street with the baseball cap. It's not a baseball cap, but no. Well, it's <laughs> technically a baseball it's cap. A cap. <laughs> it's got the There's, widest brim ever. Like I don't <laughs> understand the brim of this hat. <laughs> like you can tell, it's, I think it's a prop hat they made just for the movie. So he's like, all right, he's got a ridiculous hat. Because I've never seen a hat look like that. Since. No, it's definitely not a snapback. That's for sure. Uh, and he has a glove. He we later learned it's a plastic one that his grandma gave him for his sixth birthday. Why the hell do you get a plastic baseball? Bat? I've never seen a plastic baseball. Bat. I don't know, but he he says he got it for his sixth birthday, and he's about to go into the sixth grade. So that was years I'm sure ago. I, you know what? I feel like I have seen plastic mitts because if it was just some kind of toy baseball set with like a little plastic ball and a little plastic mitt. 
so that the little kid could feel like his big brother. Mm, maybe. Or just get him a damn glove. Gloves aren't that expensive. <laughs> I don't know. It was the 60s. <laughs> so, <that> old <laughs> so he runs to the sandlot and tells us about how he followed them where, there once after school, and it's the greatest place he's ever seen. These guys are good. Real good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he mustered up the courage to go out there and try to make friends. There was only eight of them, so they were one player short. So he figured, <laughs> he figured they got to take <laughs> Yeah. Even if I don't understand the game or don't know how to play at all, I'll just stand in the outfield, and I'll be their ninth guy. But uh, a solid plan. But he goes there, he sees that they don't keep score, they don't pick sides, and they seem to just pick up where they left off yesterday and never stop playing. Which to me sounds really boring. <laughs> so, so it's like practice all the time. I mean, yeah. if you guess if you really like baseball, and they know, seem to rotate through the positions. No, they have their positions in Benny. Yeah, rotates. Benny rotates. <laughs> they all bat, but yeah, yeah the everybody rest bats, of them don't move Yeah, their spot. Yeah. Like there you are in left field for fucking ever. <laughs> but if you're a really good, but it would make you a really good left fielder, though. It would make you a good left fielder. Yeah. So Smalls gets distracted by a noise behind the fence. <laughs> And the fence shakes, and it's... Don't do that. <laughs> and it's really noisy, and uh, Benny hits a homer, and it's coming right for him. And they're like, watch out! And he turns around, and he sees the ball coming right at him. He puts his glove up, and he falls on his ass. <laughs> yep. ah! And all the kids do what most um, little boys would do in this situation. They Fall point and laugh at him. Yeah. <laughs> and, Fall down uh, Smalls hollers that he'll get it, and he gives himself a pep talk as he goes for it. Don't be a goofus. Don't be a goofus. (laughs) And the dog scares him again as he reaches for the ball, and he runs away from the fence. And then they're like, we're waiting. Come on, throw the ball. He tries to put his feet the way like a gym teacher would tell you to stand, and he's like making sure he has his body positioned properly, and he throws it. Ten feet in front. <laughs> Look, I am the worst thrower ever, and I could throw better than this with a broken arm. Well, technically, you're not the worst. You're only number two. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny about this is when no, this guy's Dookie, not me. When, when Elaine gets embarrassed for the character, she doesn't watch it, so she didn't see the scene because she stopped and looks away. <laughs> what? I'm, okay. If There's I a get, scene I didn't see. If I get really embarrassed for a character in a movie. Our TV, I can't watch it. So I was like, so I turned my head and I was staring at John, and he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "I can't watch. I'm too embarrassed." And he's like, "What is wrong with you?" It's funny because it's weird. When Tony like weird. was watching you know the, it, the magical box people can't see you. We realized that Smalls is to baseball like I am to movies. Like he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, and I said he's that like, too. you totally relate with this character. And I'm like, yeah, I do. Okay, <laughs> okay. Carly Smalls. Two things. I still I was gonna say, you're killing me, Carl. <laughs> All right, two things. One, I know it's weird, but you don't need to point it out because I'm sure you do lots of weird things, both of you. I don't. And two. (laughs) Name one. I am the epitome of cool. And two, we've been doing this podcast for over two years now, Carly. It's not over two years. You should, um, at this point, you should know some things about movies. I'm like, he is further on in the movie. (laughs) You at least know who the Sultan Swat is. Let's just be serious. The Colossus of Clout. The Colossus of Clout. (laughs) Bambino. The great Bambino. <laughs> uh, if they'd have so. said Mickey Mantle, he might have got that if he came from New York. <laughs> <laughs> but, Mickey, oh, hey, the John, t- stop bringing up Mickey Mantle. I like Mickey Mantle. Stop it, please. He's not my favorite Yankee. Stop though. it, please. Okay. The 
guys all fall down laughing. (laughs) Benny just looks disappointed. And the Smalls runs away, thinking his life is over. That night, he plays with his erector set and accidentally hits his mom in the face with a marble. (laughs) (laughs) Which would hurt. (laughs) And she she doesn't bat an eye. (laughs) She just is like, let's talk about your friend's situation. Because this. (laughs) <laughs> it's not worth it's like not, not like he did last summer or the summer before it's like well fuck this kid's not that old <laughs> this really upset me why because the mom is like just go out make friends it's not easy to make friends it's really hard somebody's uh I know, Elaine no. like was like, oh my god, so I'm like, you mean, some hard kids, you just it's go, very you mean, easy. You just go have friends. It's very He's not hard. one of those kids. <laughs> it's very hard to make friends. It's not especially very hard to make if you're a goofus. I think Carly and Elaine are projecting a little. Yeah. Hey now. Like my nephew makes friends with every kid at the playground. If you're there and he's there, he's your friend. But some kids have a harder time. <laughs> Anywho, I had the well, same group of friends all through elementary school, even though some would move away. But uh, I still had the same friends. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's just you go. Hey, what's up? I think it. Well, I'll see. I, I think it's but easier I was for on guys a sports to make team too, all really through middle and high school. And hey, even in this situation, you have built-in friends. He makes friends with them. I had. So I had in like elementary really school. Me. I shocked. had like. I still want to play. I all had right. like <laughs> a, a small group of friends, and then one of those friends oh, was in my core group of friends in middle school, and then. That, like we like it changed like it changed from elementary school to middle school and then middle school to high school although when I was in high school I was pretty much friends with everybody I like whatever <laughs> there was like four, there was four of us and we were friends in high school and that was just my foursome of friends middle school I had a foursome of friends I had a foursome <laughs> in high school that was your and then <laughs> I was friendly <laughs> I was friendly with most of the people that I went to high school with really but that was more because of, Ra- because of Ryan not because of me because Ryan was friends with fucking oh, fuck, everybody but go. I was not I was only friends with Kim and Dawn and Chris <laughs> and I feel like we should right. play Green Day's time of our life mm. during this part so <laughs> I'm still friends with my friends from high school. So you're right. His mom tells him <laughs> that he needs I don't really to, talk to make friends. Yeah. She says, Which is so hard. Go outside, get dirty, get in trouble. But not too much. Just a little bit. Scrape your knees. <laughs> How many moms would say that? <laughs> terrible parent. He's like, but I'm not good at anything. I'm just an egghead. And she says, you'll always be an egghead with an attitude like that. And then at breakfast, his mom encourages him. And he asks his stepdad again about uh, playing catch. And at first he's like, no, I got to finish this. I'll I'll get to it later. And his mom's like, oh, but I think you could spare some time right Just now. Just a half hour. Just a little bit of time. And so he does. <laughs> she gives him the, the, the Wi-Fi's. Motherfucker, you better get out of that chair. <laughs> no, she smiles at him and she's just asking him. Which is code for motherfucker, get out of that chair. <laughs> so the, he's like, the key to the game is keep your eye on the ball. Whether you're batting or catching. Eye on the ball. Eye on the ball. Unless you're throwing, that'd be weird. <laughs> well, no. Where the where the this ball goes, is funny. your glove should go. Instead of, uh, he misses, he doesn't catch it. And then he goes and gets it. And then he runs it over to Bill. He goes and hands it to him <laughs> instead of throwing it at him. And he's like, the fuck? <laughs> Which I said was better than when I taught my son how to play catch. He's like, no, I'm really good. And when I go to throw it, he would go way left. Or he's like, I'm awesome. It's like, would you stop and just focus? He just has a lot of confidence. He knows he's not really the best at everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just portrays a lot of confidence in the hopes that it will make him good at stuff. Well, eventually he did get good at it. So. Uh, 
So uh, he misses another catch, and this time he's like, he's like, throw it back to me, and he rolls it like a bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Dennis Leary's face here is great. He's like, what, what in the fuck? <laughs> like, what did I marry into here? Yeah. So they try again. Remember, eye on the ball. He finally catches one right in front of his face. Oof, right in the And end. the mitt hits him in his face, and he's got a black eye. I don't think the ball would have hit him. I don't see Dennis Leary throwing the ball that hard yeah. and a black eye like that. Maybe a little thing, but his it's whole eye was black. It's a movie. That's true. It's a movie. <laughs> and this kid is delicate. <laughs> he bruises like a peach. So he's I, like, You know what? That would give me a black eye. I bruise very easily. So I find it completely realistic that this delicate kid could also get a bruise. So Bill gets a steak out of the freezer and the mom's like, get some ice. That's dinner. They're like, no, it'll be all right. Leave it on there for like an hour. So, what's wrong with ice? <laughs> I've heard, I've seen that though in other well, things. They put, yeah, well, they put meat. Well, they on put it. meat on it that instead of ice. Seems like one of those old wives' tales. Yeah, because the, the blood is gonna pull the blood away from it and it won't swell. Uh, yeah, so will ice. You know what that? <laughs> that sounds like one of those humors thing, like people who believe <laughs> like in the four humors. Stuff, yeah. yeah. So now he's got. Uh, but Dennis Leary's like, at least you caught it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I kept really the eye long. Yeah. Look at that. So now he's got a black eye and a broken glove, and he's wallowing on the porch when Benny comes up and is like, hey, come play with us. And he's like, oh, I can't. He doesn't really want to at this point. But No, he embarrassed himself in front of all those kids, and they're going to make fun of him. Then he's you never like, go back. He's like, I don't have a glove. See, it's busted. And he's like, I got one. And he pulls it out of his pocket. Who cares about an extra baseball? Well, I guess, actually, Benny, if you think about Benny it, would. Benny. if they play baseball that much, he probably would have an extra. They seem a to be spares. obsessed with it. Yeah. And he's seen this kid. He knows that this kid doesn't have a remit. You think Benny could not easily identify from across a baseball diamond that that glove was not a baseball mitt? (laughs) Why didn't Leary give him his? I don't know. He's keeping his. He doesn't want this goofus to touch his stuff. That's true. It's just a baseball glove. Yeah. My dad was very territorial about his baseball glove. I'm going to say he never really had them. (laughs) Also. (laughs) Which is one of those things like, oh. He's like, yeah, that's a grandfather. Yeah, that's a grandfather. Thing. Yeah, a grandfather thing. Here you go. my stuff. You can have anything you want. I do want to point out that they actually have different size baseball mitts. No, I'm sure and they do. Lewis would be an adult and mitt, I'm and sure. he's a small, delicate child. And I figured that, but I just like it's better than nothing. I mean, honey, can you hand me the hand lotion? Better than the. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. This is the clock. Right here. <laughs> this. All right. Next so. time. Yeah. There you go, honey. <laughs> it's podcast flavor. <laughs> so let's go. And the guys are outside a store doing impressions of baseball players. No, they're doing impressions of one baseball player. Well, we don't know how many impressions have we just We only see one. We just see the one. I wonder if anybody did um, Joe DiMaggio. Maybe. But Ham put something in his mouth. What is that? I don't know. A big pen? No, I know exactly what it is. Stop talking. It's a bubblegum cigar. Yes. That's a thing. That's a thing. (laughs) You ever heard of candy cigarettes? Yes. Bubblegum cigars. It's a bubblegum cigar. I used to get them all the time. Yeah. Huh. And you play with it for a while, like, oh, I got a cigar. Then you finally say, fuck it, and chew it. And it's That's a lot, a lot like, um, <laughs> it's like fruit stripe. No, because it was flavors. It, it only had flavor for about 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Like bazooka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they came in different colors. Mm-hmm. You could get pink or blue. This was like people used to bring, like, the People used to bring them to hospitals when you had babies. They would give you, like. Oh, that does make like sense. Like people, because they made, you know, people used to bring real cigars, but then they started making bubble, cigar, bubble gum cigars in different colors so that non-smokers would give out bubble gum cigars. 
Mm. <laughs> That's when they had the expecting father's room and you weren't invited in. <laughs> so he puts a bubblegum cigar in his mouth and he says he's the great Bambino, but nobody goes, can understand. No, he says, <laughs> <laughs> What? No. <laughs> what? I'm the great Bambino. Oh. And they're all like, Oh, but Smalls, who's just walked out of the store with Benny, is like, Who's that? Whoa. And they're like, Uh. <laughs> they're like, Carly. Are we serious? <laughs> Come on, man. You know. The Colossus of Clout. Mm-hmm. The King of Crash. And the Great uh, Bambi. Oh! Yeah. I thought you said the Great Bambi. Yeah. Nice recovery, weirdo. What? That wimpy deer? <laughs> Are you taking from now? He doesn't have any idea who it is, but he can't let them know. That. So he lies. Yeah. Like you do. So Benny introduces Smalls to everyone. and They all spit. They all spit after their <laughs> name is called. And now they have a full team. He makes nine guys. And they walk to the same lot, and the guys are like, no, not this guy. Like, no, no. so-and-so made nine. Ellingsworth. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Ellingsworth made nine. This guy does not. Arizona. Yeah, he has, like, my sister would be a better addition to the team than this. It's a lot of no girls allowed yeah. stuff in this. <laughs> well, it's little boys. Little boys, yeah. they don't have a use for girls yet. <laughs> That's not an untrue statement. <laughs> and you can snicker and everything, but... If the girls were playing baseball, they may have been good, but back in 62, they weren't allowed to play baseball, so they had no use for them. So Benny maintains Unless they, they need nine the guys. And, That's uh, right. <laughs> they're like, but he can't catch or throw. He's a weenie. An L7 weenie. Oscar Meyer, even. There's a lot of really quotable lines. Tony doesn't get any of them. You do now, huh? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, well, look, face up, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> And he tells Smalls to go left center. He's like, where's that? It's over there. He runs. Here? No. Like, and he waves <laughs> A little bit. Over there. Smalls, throw a second. Uh, so he is wowed by the way the guys practice a little before they start to play. And when Benny bats it to him, he wants to catch it, but ends up falling on his ass again. <laughs> and the guys are like, see, Benny, we told you. We told you. This dude's not worth it. And then uh, Smalls runs the ball and gives it to Kenny rather than throwing it. And, and, and now like, they're all like, Kenny looks. What the fuck? <laughs> just, Kenny looks very much like uh, Bill looked. Like, what is happening? <laughs> is this for real? Is, 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 is it April Fool's? Is it April Fool's? Ashton? Yes, I knew you were going to put aluminum foil in the microwave. <laughs> So Benny trots out to where Smalls is and is like, hey, you know, you can throw the ball. And he's like, actually, I can't. <laughs> I don't know how. And he's like, I think I should just go home. And Benny's like, you think too much. That's the problem. If you were having fun, you would have caught that ball. I don't think so. <laughs> he's just being nice because he's leagues better than everyone else. Either. So he's nothing to prove. That's so true. He's, he's like it. Superman. He's yeah. like, I got to pull my punches around you guys because yeah. I want to be friends. So I'm nice, <laughs> nice little kid to teach you how to play. He I want to keep Aquaman around. He, yeah. wants, he wants a ninth person to play. He sees this kid. He doesn't have friends. He's a nice, and Benny's a nice kid and he wants more kids to play baseball with. So he's, you yeah. know. So he's like, have you ever had a pa- paper route? And he's like, I helped somebody once. He's like, well, throw it like you would throw a paper. Just let go when you get right there. He's like, when you get to here, let go. <laughs> Don't think too much and just let go. And he's like, well, what about catching? He's like, just put, stick your arm in the air and I'll do the rest. Look, this That's fucking damn kid impressive. Is, this fucking kid is amazing. <laughs> I guarantee you fucking Derek Jeter's watch is going, bullshit. <laughs> you think 
I actually, I'm sure Derek Jeter probably watched The Sandlot. So. Yes, I guarantee you, Derek Jeter yeah. seen The Sandlot, and he's also seen a movie called The Other Guys. And if you haven't, we're talking, <laughs> go back to the Other Guys episode. All right. So as he trots back he's to back, Squints is like, "It's about time my clothes were going out of style," and they're like, "They already there they are." are. <laughs> that is something boys would say to each other. So Smalls is told to throw it to second. Then he spits on the ball and is like, all right, I got to make this work. <laughs> then all of a sudden he busts in, and no many pots, I feel these fans. <laughs> Put the voodoo on the ball, hit it. And he does it. And even uh, even Smalls is standing with the glove, and they're like, please catch it, please catch it, please catch it, please catch it. <laughs> but he's not looking or anything. Yes. He's like, please catch it, please catch it. Sorry. And he catches it. And he catches it. And he looks at it like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> And then he throws it to Bertram, and the guys are like, okay. all right. <laughs> and then they proceed to play ball. Yeah, boys are pretty easy to win over. Like, hmm. yeah. He so, can't play ball. He just caught the ball and threw the ball. All right, fuck it. Yeah. So as they go home, it seems like three of them, like Ham, Benny, and Smalls all live in the same court. And he he's like, 8 o'clock tomorrow. And Smalls is like, hey, your glove. And he's like, you know what? Keep it. Also... Maybe wear a t-shirt and jeans, not this uh, button-down. Says, says the guy wearing a button-up. <laughs> and uh, burn you know that fireplace because you need to burn that. <laughs> he goes, here, you can take my old one. He's like, wow, Benny was carrying around a hat in his back pocket yeah. all that time. It's got to be sweaty and dirty. <laughs> and this guy, this kid's like, great, thanks, Benny, thanks a lot. Puts it on his hat, he's overjoyed. I get it. But- I'll see you at eight. But that, that hat must have been funky you, like a monkey. You guys didn't get to see Carly's picture. God's a giant grin right there. Carly definitely gets this guy. Movie. Yes, I do. So. I wonder what Carly's favorite character is going to be. Uh, Carly? Yeah, yeah. That's no, not yeah, yeah. Squints. Maybe squints. He's good. The, uh, that night he starts a list of baseball things to remember and he puts the great Bambino question mark. <laughs> On the list. <laughs> like, if there was only someone in the house who could have been like, hey, who's the great Bambino? You know, someone That's who has, true. like, baseballs in his man cave? <laughs> might know who the great Bambino... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he might not want to bring up baseball to Bill after that last embarrassing time. <laughs> he just learned how to throw today. And it's 1962. There's no Google. <laughs> Your Google was, hey, Bill, who's the great yeah. Bambino? And no matter what he said, that was true. <laughs> So the next time we see them play, Ham is at bat and he pretends to call a shot like Babe Ruth. And he does get a strike. And all the guys laugh at him. But then he hits one over... Or no, yeah, he gets a strike. They all laugh at him. And then he hits one over the fence. And he's like, that's how you do it. And he's all confident. He starts to run the bases. And they're throwing gloves and shit out. But they're throwing the gloves out and they're pissed because now they can't play. And Smalls doesn't understand what the fuss is about. He's like, look, I'll just go over the fence and get the ball. <laughs> and they're not paying attention to him. And then, so he just starts climbing the fence and squinties him, and he's like, "No!" <laughs> this is when they run and tackle him, and he's like, "Get off of me!" Yeah. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, look at him with the little New York accent." <laughs> he's very confused, and they're like, "Look, you're gonna get yourself killed. That ball is gone. Game over. We'll get another one tomorrow." And Which, he's like, "Why? The beast." Yeah, I don't care. Even honestly, if this was my friends, we were playing baseball, I went over there, and there was a beast, we'd risk it. Yeah. That's what Tony said. We just get two people over here to bother the dog, mm-hmm. and then someone snaps exactly. the ball. Exactly. All right, the ball's here. Go over there and start making noise. The dog will go over there to check out the noise. <laughs> I'll hop the fence, which is the ball, which, was, which was part of my problem. Which is going, what you do going into this Our movie. Our children, when they were little, 
and would hit a ball over the fence to um, the very nice Filipinos that live next door that give us some lumpia on Christmas. Love them. Uh, they would, it was just gone. They were never going to get it back because they were afraid to go knock on the door because the uh, gentleman that lives there, they referred to as the brain sucker and they thought he was an alien <laughs> who was going to steal their brains. Wow. Is he a scary German guy from Monster Squad? <laughs> no, he's a very nice Filipino gentleman who's a real estate... Um, he's Last a, chance for he's, he's, a re, he's a realtor. Yeah. And you know his wife makes really good lumpia. Yeah. So we I look forward to Christmas. Every we day. just had short... I, I grew up in Navy housing, so we just had short little chain link fences. We could just climb them. Get but, but we had parks everywhere, so you just played in the park. But my parents' old house, there was an easement in the back, so they had to have a gate on the back of their fence to get to the easement if the city ever came out. And uh, every once in a while, we would launch one of the tennis balls over it, and we would just go back there and get it. And the neighbors behind them didn't have a fence, and they got pissed and put a lock on the gate to the easement. (laughs) And my dad, when he found out, he was so pissed, he almost called the city. (laughs) He should have. He was like, you can't do that. I'm legally required to have that. It is not your right to put a lock on my fence. Put up your own damn fence if you don't want to see us. I would call the city. My dad was living. But we understand you don't want to see us trace our kids were afraid of the neighbors. I could see kids being afraid of a dog. Yeah, but again, I know this because we had a neighbor to the right no, of just me. Just because you're not afraid of And dogs. there was a big fucking dog. And when the ball went over there, we did just that. It was like, all right, go to this side, make noise. One hopped the fence, grabbed it through the ball, and then jumped right the fuck back over. And every once in a while, the dog would see you and start running, and you had a haul ass. Yeah. I'm just saying, I can see kids being afraid of the dog. And we weren't allowed to have big dogs. But again, I grew up in housing, so <laughs> short little chain link fences. Dog weight restrictions. <laughs> Everybody I knew had fucking dogs. But see, that's what I'm saying. Was that tiny going, little yards going into this movie? I didn't get it. You're like, like first. I'm like, I don't understand this movie. This is all silly. I and was then like, you saw the dog. I'm like, is this just one of those things where it's a plot thing, so they overmake everything tough? But then when they showed the dog's head, I was like, oh, this is like a fantasy film or something. <laughs> and she's like, no, this is his recollection. Like, right, I'm like, oh, okay, oh, that okay, I get, I get it. I was like, that's not. It's a, a dire that's dog. Not a dog. <laughs> It's like a luck dragon. Yeah. <laughs> so they tell him to like be real quiet and go look through the peephole. And he goes and he sees the ball and then something gets the ball. What is that thing? And they're like, Camp, Camp out. <laughs> which, which one of them lives next to the sand lot? Because how did they get a tree house? <laughs> I don't know. But they do. It's like a squints. tree house, clubhouse. It's squints. But somebody's parents had to build that tree house. Squints. That makes sense, though. Mm-hmm. Because Squints knows the most about the beast. And I'm letting my son go spend the night with his friends at a treehouse in the middle of an abandoned lot. No. (laughs) Somebody's yard is right there. That's true. Somebody. It was the 60s. Things were different. That's also true. But, uh, People say that, but I don't think they were. Really but were. I'm sure that somebody I don't know. We, did live I used there. to tell my parents, right. "Hey, we're going to go stay at one person's house, and we would end up somewhere completely different. Never in a treehouse in the middle of the sandlot." But <laughs> well, that's because <laughs> we were never where we said we were going to be. And this was back in the '80s. You couldn't just check. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ham asked when when Smalls gets there. He's a little late because he had to do the dishes. But nice. Ham's like, "You want a s'more?" S'more what? Get the yeah, I haven't had any yet. Can't have s'more what? <laughs> Tony didn't get the s'more talk. Though. No, he didn't. Now he gets the s'more talk. Would you? Did you laugh? 
No. Probably not. <laughs> you take the gram. I mean, I got it. And you put the chocolate. <laughs> then you toast the malo. When um, the malo's flaming. <laughs> I don't like you that. You put the malo no. on the chocolate. No, yeah. I like to slowly like to cook my malo. I like to brown it black. You brown it so it cooks all the way to the middle. So yeah. the whole thing's soft. The way that he does it is going to get the outside yeah, burnt gross. and soft. And the middle is going to be cold and hard. Exactly. If you don't slowly brown it, then it's not hot enough to melt the chocolate. That's true, too. Right, too. So but I like he's a kid. He makes it like kids. shit. They don't know what they're talking I did like when he blows they're out like the malo. Yeah. It's like at Smalls and he has his like, oh, you got smoke in my eyes. <laughs> I like the part where he takes a bite of it and then hands it to Smalls. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Like, we would do shit like that. And never John's that. like, that's how you make a s'more. And I'm like, I don't want your spit on my yeah, s'more. shared a s'more. Like, I don't know what kind of germaphobe you are, but we did shit like that. We would take a bite of an apple, hand it to the next guy. That's why you have cooties. Oh. So, Squints. Well, so do you. <laughs> Squints calls for quiet. It's time for the ghost story. The story it's not of a ghost the beast. Story. <laughs> story of the beast. My grand. the flashlight upside down. <laughs> The legend goes back a long time, about 20 years, <laughs> to a place called Myrtle's Acres. It's a junkyard, and apparently thieves kept stealing a bunch of stuff. So Mr. Myrtle got a pup from the pound, and he fed it whole sides of beef. <laughs> and they're showing throwing, like, Fred Flintstone sides, like, racks into the I love this flashback. It's, it's all yeah. black and white. Spitting out giant-ass bones. <laughs> and the thieves look and like the film noir. <laughs> The mustache on Squint's grandfather. Oh my god, it's so good. It's great. It was good. He's like, and the beast grew big and he grew mean. And he started catching the thieves and he ate them and he liked it. <laughs> he was too good at his job. It came to about 120, 173 guys. Jesus. <laughs> and then the police started asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> you think about all the missing, no, no, because people were complaining about all the missing thieves. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, look, hey, thieves have moms too. <laughs> yes, but um, how do they know where they went out thieving? Oh, man. <laughs> They say, all right, Mom, today we're going to go over to the Myrtle Beach or wherever it is. And, uh, They're like, the crime rate dropped 100%. <laughs> so, uh, so they never found any bodies because the beast ate them. Of course. Of course. <laughs> he was too good, and the cops said he had to be retired. That's right. You're good at your job. You can't do it anymore. <laughs> so Mr. Myrtle Wait, was ordered what? to make his backyard into a fortress and to chain the beast So this dog, forever. Also, this dog's, what, 28? Yeah. Forever. Forever. That's <laughs> your turn. You do it. So, it's been 20 years. <laughs> and the beast still sits there dreaming of the day when he can break out and kill again. <laughs> Didn't they say that he already killed one kid? He's, no yeah. one's ever gone over there. No one ever will. And Ham says one kid did. I never saw him again. He got eaten. <laughs> Small's like... Yes. <laughs> and they're like, look, stick your head out that window and look down. And he does. And he says, that day I knew it was true. <laughs> Nothing that went over that fence was ever seen again. The beast scared him. He's like, he's down there. <laughs> they're like, they uh -huh. said some, or He said something about that night I learned a, some number of baseballs uh, like went over. and 50. <laughs> and I've gone over that fence. And when I looked over there, I didn't see a single one. <laughs> It's so silly, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so next we see Squints and Yeah Yeah walking out of the store with a new baseball. 
arguing over who gets to carry it, which is what my niece and nephew do all the time about everything. Who gets to push the elevator button? Who gets to all this? And I'm like, oh my God, it's like the most annoying kid thing. <laughs> but I want to do it. But I want to do it. <laughs> I don't know. I think the most annoying kid thing is like when they poop in their pants. <laughs> not when they well, argue see, about stuff. That's not something I really have to put up with. <laughs> all right, moving on. <sighs> So then Squints is just struck this still by a vision that is... The Wendy. vision was there? No. Oh. No. <laughs> His vision is struck by Wendy Pefferporn. John goes, she has on too much makeup. <laughs> she did. She had on too much makeup. And I was like, no, she doesn't. Yes, yeah, she does. No, she doesn't. She does. And he just oh, this is what happened, yeah. stares at her while she walks by. And she just kind of smirks at him. This magic moment. <laughs> <sighs> They gawk at her. But then when they get to Sandlot and their hot is all get out and sweating, so Yaya gives Squint some shit about how he was swooning with his tongue hanging out. He was. <laughs> She's a cutie patootie. The guys don't want to play today. It's too hot. And Benny's like, let's take a vote. It's like it's 150 degrees out. <laughs> no one votes to play. No, no. 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 All votes. What's the vote? I didn't write it down. If you want to be loser who wears his mama's bra and, and likes like, it and likes it like, yeah. raise your hand yeah. <laughs> they're all, they're like yeah, yeah fuck that noise and, and he's like fine yep, yep. he's like fine then what do you want to do they're gonna scan pool honeys <laughs> which i didn't know that's what they said pool until honeys? i watched it with the closed captions because i like to watch the subtitles but i i knew that they said pool honeys but i didn't know that it was scan pool honeys what do you think they like, said just know. pool honeys. Just like, just pool honeys. Yeah. Mm. That's but, very uh, offensive. They're 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 not they're people. Yeah. One they're of the cute. reviews I saw was like feminists will hate this movie. It doesn't bother me that little boys call cute older girls pool honeys. Yeah. And if it does in, bother you, in the sixties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you call them. <laughs> because they're not saying that they're just pool honeys. They just happen to be pretty girls at the pool. Remember, these girls at this point are the most terrifying creatures on the planet. Yeah. Because like, they're gorgeous and they can't figure out how to make the brains work anymore. They're also like 10 and 11 and these girls are 16, 17, Exactly. 18. Yeah. I've been there. Tony, back me up. You're like, <laughs> they might as well be magical creatures. Yep. <laughs> Unicorns and Bigfoot. Yep. <laughs> so Benny would have played ball all day and all night if they let him. But he tolerated going to the pool. And he's like, it wasn't about the pool, honeys. Because if any of them had come up to any of us, we would have peed ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but they just liked playing in the pool. and Everybody Ham, likes the pool. Yeah. Ham greets the ladies before doing a cannonball right in front of them. Oh, no. He doesn't greet them. He waves at them. He flexes. This is, okay. So <laughs> if you're at the pool and you're 17-year-old Carly. But I think this is hilarious. Seven-year-old kid comes up and is waving and winking at you. You're going to laugh and smile because it's funny. Yes. But then he has a cannonball, and then you're pissed. Yep. <laughs> this is this is completely a real life thing. Yes, it is. <laughs> the only part of the movie that was actually right was this. <laughs> and he's like, the real reason we all like the pool though is because Wendy Peppercorn was the lifeguard. I don't know. The other girls were cute too. Yeah. And she just sit on her stand, oiling and lotioning and lotioning and oiling and smiling. And they're like, she doesn't know what she's doing. Oh, yeah, she is. She's giving herself skin cancer. (laughs) She knows exactly what she's doing. It could be her reapplication of sunblock. You got to constantly reapply. That's true, especially if you're uh, jumping in another one. Yeah. Squints has had enough. 
He's been swimming here every summer of his adult life. <laughs> Squish is like fucking nine. Yeah. We're going to give him 11 at best in his whole adult life. So he did the most desperate thing yeah. any of them had ever done because he's cracked. He takes his scrawny butt to the diving board. He waves And they're like, me. what is he doing? And he jumps in. They're Squish like, he can't, can't swim. swim. <laughs> so they all freak out, which gets Wendy's attention because she thinks he's just going to swim. And then she jumps in and saves him. And then they pull him out, and she has to do mouth-to-mouth. This magic moment. <laughs> and they're all like, Pinky's going to die. They're like, oh, he looks really bad, like a dead fish. <laughs> dead and fish. then he smiles at them. And they're like, While she's checking what? for air. What? <laughs> and then the next time she goes to his mouth, he grabs her head <laughs> and kisses her. <laughs> so I was reading the trivia, and the director gave him one direction for this scene. Keep your tongue in your own mouth. Wow. <laughs> Never thought of that. Good direction. <laughs> Keep your tongue they in your say, own mouth. They got kicked out. She, like, hauls him out. Yeah. <laughs> and throws him on the grass and stay out. <laughs> They're banned from the pool forever that day. All of them, which isn't really fair, but <laughs> I know, right? Fucking yeah, yeah. It's like I was just in the fucking pool, man. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but he walked a little taller that day. I bet he, he did. He kissed a woman. <laughs> he kissed her long and deep. <laughs> <laughs> and ever and ever and every time they walked past the pool, she would look down from her lifeguard tower. And give and smile at him. <laughs> Look right at Squints. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he's a made man now. Yeah, it's just funny. So now it's the Fourth of July, night game, <clears throat> night game. Once a year, they get to do a night game. Fucking ham is just going to town. I really like fireworks. I really like this scene. But Tony was like, "All right, hold on," because I kind of told him that. Because he's like, "Why don't they just buy another ball? None of them have a dollar for a ball." And I was like, "They kind of make it out like these are the poor kids." And then this fireworks display. He goes, "How do the poor kids' neighborhood have thousands of dollar fireworks?" <laughs> well, like, they have the same bu- firework budget as Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> They're poor. Well, uh, so it's the 60s, and if okay. they do get allowance, they probably only get once a week. And if they've already all blown their allowance on candy, your parents aren't necessarily going to give you more money. I'm more interested in this fireworks display. He thought it was just I was the like, what the, the hell? But I freaking but love then this scene. It's an exaggeration. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I said. He's remembering yeah. this. As like, the, like, I remember fireworks shows when I was a kid as being the most spectacular yeah. thing ever. And there's a lot of poor people that live by Trashmore and can see a beautiful fireworks display right in their own backyard. Right, but she said that the parents did it. Friends, Trashmore no, is a local thing here in Virginia right. because they, have they do fireworks every Well, they have yeah. their neighborhood show. block party. So if they're close enough to the city fireworks display, yeah. then and it would make sense that of they would Utah? have... I don't. Well, we're supposed to well, not be in Utah. I don't know. Well, I don't know where they are. Place. But ev- but first of all, it's the '60s. Patriot patriotism ran rampant across the entire. Country. You say that like it's a fucking disease. That patri- it ran <laughs> and, rampant like measles. And fireworks were. We're vaccinated ban- now. Yeah. But back and then. It was, God bless America. It was before a lot of safety standards, so fireworks weren't banned like they're all over the fucking place <laughs> That's now. True. This is the reason why. Because and, they were setting motherfuckers on fire. And if you lived close enough where your city, where you could see your city fireworks display, because all they really need is some sort of lake or whatever, then you would have your block party in your cul-de-sac and everybody would watch the fireworks. That's true. And eat hot dogs. When Jessica lived in Portsmouth, you could sit on your car out front of her house and see the waterside fireworks. I'm talking about the hot dogs and the hamburgers and the 
Like, when I was growing up, we used to go to my grandma's because she lived on a lake. (laughs) And um, we would go, and everybody would be in their bass trackers on the lake and watch the the fireworks display. Of course, my grandparents lived on a rich people's lake. (laughs) Ah, I'm from Long Island. Roman used to put on fireworks every year. Like, Bill Lambeer had a house on that lake. I know you don't know who that is, but he's pretty famous. He's a hockey guy. All right. He's so, a basketball player, and you know it. I do. <laughs> oh, I was just going with it. I, did. I don't know it. <laughs> what I thought was funny is that he's a hockey guy. I'm trying to laugh because I was like, yep. <laughs> right on. But, but, you know, I mean, there's plenty of people that could, that, you know, it's not just the rich people that run the lake, though. You just, but uh, they play under the fireworks show, and they, it's the best they play, although they get distracted by the fireworks. And not everybody. To remind them. <laughs> not everybody it's like playing under the lights in a stadium. Mm-hmm. Yep. But Benny played like that all the time. Mm-hmm. And they knew he was destined for bigger and better games. Because he's Benny and the Jets. So Benny. next we see the uh, rival baseball kids roll up on the <laughs> These bikes. are the rich kids. These are the kids <laughs> whose parents paid for that fireworks display. These are the kids <laughs> and who have the their bikes and the Because this is and summer their... and they're in uniforms, which means they play on like a travel baseball team. And those are the rich kids. <laughs> You look at your mama's toe jam. Like it. <laughs> so they're like, uh, we'll take you right here, right now, because they start insulting each other. Because you're the like, only one who's any, a real dime. Yeah, the only one who's any good is Benny. And Ham shouldn't even be allowed to touch him. Smalls is like, I ain't saying shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a the diss off between Ham and their lead guy, Phillips. And that leads to them scheduling a game tomorrow. Butt sniffer. <laughs> you play ball like a girl. Damn, everybody was like, what, Damn. what did you just say? Uh, like, you heard me, motherfucker. <laughs> they they all freeze. Like, <gasps> it's like the triple dog dare, man. You don't fuck around. <laughs> you play ball like a girl. Hey. Ooh. Those were all right, Tony Danza. Ooh. Those are fighting we, words. <laughs> we cut to that game, and it's a little like a montage. And we see Ham trash talking all the batters. <laughs> yeah, and then we good. see the the guys doing really well. The Sandlot. They beat the crap out of that guy. So your, guys. Sister, so your sister up there in the stands? Is she naked? <laughs> Think she's hey. <laughs> <laughs> So they celebrate their victory by going to the carnival. Oh. <laughs> and doing and the dumbest thing anybody's ever done. This is my least favorite scene. I don't watch it. I fast forwarded it. I know really? what happens. They chew tobacco and they throw up on a ride. Mm. So, and it's to the song Tequila. <laughs> Which I said is the best song to do karaoke. Uh. <laughs> Next time someone says you gotta I just, do, do I karaoke, don't like watching do people throw up. And that's what this so, scene is based on. You gotta say, Bertram says, I almost forgot. I've been saving it for a special occasion. And Smalls is like, what? <laughs> and he's like what is that and they're like it gives you all kinds of energy all the pros do it and I thought about thank you for smoking because I did watch that part but as soon as they get on the ride I fast forward so it. then they get on the ride and they're all having fun chewing their tobacco <laughs> and tequila is playing and then they start to get sick and that I that is a long carnival ride <clears throat> too by the way the vomit used in the ride scene was made from split pea soup baked beans oatmeal a little water and some movie gel they used paint guns to discharge it and they actually nailed a few people in real life by accident wow (laughs) and the chewing tobacco was made from beef jerky and licorice Hmm. which still sounds gross (laughs) (laughs) they probably threw up anyway yeah but it wasn't because of the tobacco so they don't play for a couple days because they have to recover from their stupidity 
Yeah, how much? Did they, did they swallow it or something? They swear off the hard stuff, and it's just bazooka from now on. The hard stuff. <laughs> Watch out for that. Uh, was it Big Chief? Is that what it was? Yeah, it was Big Chief. <laughs> so during this time, Bill goes out of town, and he tells Smalls he's the man of the house. He needs to take charge, be, you know, like be good. But uh, he's gonna be gone for a week. Yeah. And it seems like they're getting along better. <laughs> and uh, he's going to Chicago for a week. Well, you got to think. Smalls has been out of the house playing baseball with these kids every day. So Bill All summer long. So he's probably, you know, him and Bill probably, they're not both hanging around the house being awkward all the time. Yeah. And I was thinking about it because my mom, what my mom has told me about her dad. Tequila. And she was born in 63. <laughs> but her dad, he was the breadwinner. You know, he went to work. They had one car. He drove it to work. Mm-hmm. He came home. Dinner was on the table. He had his drink. They like, they had like game night mm-hmm. with their neighborhood adult friends. But her dad didn't have time for the kids. Like that wasn't his, you know. <laughs> he was out making money, and he had the job. Mm-hmm. And when they got older and wanted to have conversations about politics and stuff, he'd be there. But he wasn't. It's like Kennedy. Act, like <laughs> actively involved like dads are today. <laughs> Well, this was the 60s. <laughs> it, it, like they, like Dennis Leary's character, I find, comp- no, yeah. first of all, awkward stepdad situation, but also, he's busy. <laughs> he doesn't have time for you. Mom's at home all day. <laughs> there were clearly defined gender roles that were left over from earlier times when women didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so he's in Chicago for the week. Visiting Mad Men. And they go to play again. <laughs> and apartment. that day yeah. starts with an omen. <laughs> Benny... Just blow busted, busted, busted the guts out, out, of, the out of a ball. Yep, it's in pieces, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And after this movie came out, we tried that for a while, never did it. Mm. I mean, we used to just wallop the shit out of it. No. Then he's mad. Now they can't play. I anymore. think it probably only happens if there's some kind of defect in the yeah. ball. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But Benny's pissed. He's like, now we can't play anymore. I ruined the whole day. And they're like, dude, this is the most amazing thing we've ever seen. We're not mad. <laughs> And uh, he's like, but we can't play anymore. Any of you guys got 98 extra cents laying around? <laughs> Tony's laughing, like, 98 cents. Well, you got to be adjust yeah, for inflation. Yeah. It would have been like yeah. 20 bucks, yeah. which is, what kind of baseball costs 20 bucks? <laughs> but Smalls Holy is shit. like, I, I, we can still play. And he's like, you got the money? He's like, no, but I got a ball. It's like, go get it. Like, what you sitting on this ball for? So he goes and he takes the Suddenly Babe Ruth signed ball. <laughs> And brings it back to play with it. And none of them notice like, that it's signed. Yeah. They're like, look, you you brought it, you get to bat. And he hits his first home run ever. Over the fence. <laughs> and they're all like, Look what you did. That's so awesome. You gotta go, home Skippy. Run. Great hit. But he runs the first and he runs the second and then he realizes it went over the fence. And he just Runs. slowly walks toward the fence. And they're like, dude, third gotta base is going. that way. <laughs> you got to turn. And then he's just standing in front of the fence. And they're all like, what is the matter with him? <laughs> he's, just, he's, he's just mad because we lost the ball. We can't play anymore. Don't worry about it. He hit you first yeah. homer. At Walmart, a ESPN Future Pro full-size baseball cost $2.88. Oh. So you're telling me from 1962 now it went well, up 300%? That's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> However, if you get the Rawlings RCAL1 Cal Ripton League competition grade, Whoa. it's 41 option 95. Whoa! <laughs> These guys don't need competition. Yeah, grade. I'm pretty sure they're going with the $3 <laughs> ball. Know. That's ridiculous. But, uh, a soda bottle of Coke is probably a penny, and it's like $2 now. It's like $5. Cents. <laughs> so, uh, 
So he's like, guys, we got to get that ball back. And they're like, no. <laughs> There's a defense. He's like, it's not my ball. And they're like, what do you mean it wasn't your ball? It's like, it was my stepfather's. I stole it. Some lady some signed lady, it. Some lady <laughs> signed it. That was so good. And they're like, what? No, she said <laughs> some lady gave it to him. She even signed it. Her name was some, Ruth, Ruth something. Baby Ruth. Ruth. Baby Ruth. And they're like, Babe Ruth. Ruth. <laughs> and they all storm the fence and watch as the beast gets the ball. Like, that and, ball's worth and more than like, your whole life, man. Yeah. You mean to tell us that you brought a ball signed by Babe Ruth out here and, and actually played with it? <laughs> yeah, you keep saying that. Who's Who is she? <laughs> and they're like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, haven't and you seen like, any movies, Carly? I mean, The Smalls? Sultan of Swat, the King of Crash, the Colossus of Clout. The great Bambino. And he's like, that's the same guy? (laughs) And then Betty's like, Babe Ruth was the greatest baseball player who ever lived. And that ball's worth, well, more than your whole life. (laughs) And he's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Check this out. The price paid for a ball four short to the record for a Babe Ruth signed ball. In 2012, a ball signed with a pristine Ruth signature sold for $388,375. Woo! That could have been his dad's retirement. <laughs> well, well, that's yeah. this is 2012, but yeah. yeah, he'd be dead by 2012. Could have been his retirement, maybe. Mm-hmm. His dad wouldn't necessarily have been dead in 2012. Uh, all right, whatever. But, but uh, anywho, so Benny's like, guys, you got to go out and find bottles, cash them in. We need 98 cents. We got to buy a ball. And Smalls has to go find out when his stepdad is coming home. How much time do they have to try to get this ball back? Yep. Wow. The record for um, uh, signed baseball is $632,369, and it was consisted of 11 uh, Hall of Fame uh, baseball players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they scrape up the money, and Benny signs the ball. Uh, and they're like, that looks like crap. And he's like, it doesn't matter. His mom isn't going to know the difference. It just buys us time. Yeah. <laughs> And when Smalls goes to put it in the spot, his mom sees him and talks to him about how Babe Ruth was the greatest baseball player who ever lived. <laughs> and he's like, this is so embarrassing. Even my mom, a grown-up girl, knew who Babe Ruth was. A grown-up girl. <laughs> and Bill's dad gave it to him, and maybe someday he'll give it to Smalls. Oh, that'd be great. And he's like, neat. <laughs> <laughs> so the guys get together to come up with strategy. Maybe they can knock on the door and just ask Mr. Myrtle. And they're like, forget about it. He's the meanest old no, man that ever squints. lived. <laughs> squints says that. He's the one that let the beast eat that kid. <laughs> Not an option. So they look out the window and the beast seems to throw the ball out there where they can see it like he's daring him. And they stick a long broom handle in through a hole. And as soon as they get to the ball, the beast goes after it. They all scream and try to pull the pole back, only to get, like, two feet of pole. Half, <laughs> half a pole, and the end has been chewed out and frayed out, like, six inches. <laughs> and it's covered in slime. <laughs> and Tony's like, holy fuck, what's up with this dog? That's <sighs> the bull master. Yeah. So next they try the same thing, but with erector pieces and a pan on the end. And I thought this was a very good idea. <laughs> I did too. Like they put some fucking thought and into this. And they put the pan over the ball, and they're like, pull it back, pull it back. And as soon as they do, the beast slams his giant, paw down. Giant paw crushes it. The pan is crushed. <laughs> that was a, was a brontosaurus. I yeah. love that Squints is the spotter. Mm-hmm. And he has this like cereal, cereal box, box. Yeah. telescope. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, or Periscope thing. Oh, it's so great. Uh, and then the uh, mashed up erector and pan set comes flying back over the fence. <laughs> they have underestimated the beast. He is obviously of superior intelligence. <laughs> So next they come from above with a vacuum hose and three vacuums. And how the hell they managed to make three vacuums suck through one pole, I will never understand. All right, let me ask you this. You're in 1960s, Mom. (laughs) And your kid leaves the house with your vacuum? And those are like heavy-duty vacuums. (laughs) That was a major appliance. How did they sneak that out of the house? And then you short out my vacuum? I know. More than one kid is getting grounded in this situation here. And why didn't they just unplug them? I will never understand. But anyway, the beast pinches the pole and the vacuums explode in the (laughs) the tree. They all die. They're like, what happened? And Squints is like, the hose it's pinched shut it's just so the way that kid says it is so fucking funny oh man so yeah they all like go running there it's gonna blow it's gonna blow and they're like jumping off bertram dives head first (laughs) off the tree house how is this kid not dead well he gets really maybe this is how he ends up getting (laughs) his chronic pain (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, the vacuums explode. And then one of the brothers, either Timmy or Tommy, I don't know. We'll go with Tommy. uh, Comes out covered in dust. (laughs) He's like, we've been going about this all wrong. I blame myself. (laughs) (laughs) And they're going to do an airborne attack, which the vacuum hose thing kind of was an airborne attack, but whatever. And, okay, so they put Yaya in a harness. Mm -hmm. And they've rigged up a pulley system. But why Yaya? He's little, he's the the little, no, the smallest is the little. Timmy and Tommy are brothers. The littlest one, Timmy? Question mark. He's the smallest. He's smaller than Yaya. I is thought it? Yaya was the smallest. I thought Yaya was just the skinniest, scrawniest one, so he probably weighed know. the least. Maybe uh, Tommy or Timmy didn't have the. And smallest is pretty small, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, uh. Poor Yaya. They put him in a harness. Mission they Impossible style. do a pulley thing and they lift him over the fence and he yeah, gets the ball. <laughs> but then he's face to face with the beast. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of Shipman, Yaya became a secret agent. You know him as Ethan Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> and they all freak out. Pull him up, pull him up, pull him up. And he drops the ball. <laughs> and when he comes, when they lift him above the fence, he's like screaming and then he does the thing with his finger. Oh, it's so funny. So now they're pulling out all the stops. Smalls uses every piece of erector set he has. And they launch a cart that will scoop up the ball and launch it over the Now it's science versus nature. (laughs) So it's like one of those carts in that robot battle thing. (laughs) And they drop a catapult, they open it, they scoop the ball up, and they launch it. And it 100% should go over the fence. But the demon dog <laughs> snatches like, it out of the air. Flies through the air. His head is his biggest fence, <laughs> and he catches it. And that's it. His life is over. Just when Bill was warming up to him <laughs> and made him man of the house. Yeah, he had a dream. He has a dream that night that he's being hammered into the ground by a giant baseball that's been signed by Babe Ruth. <laughs> he doesn't know what that means, but Benny had a more clear dream. <laughs> He was visited by Babe Ruth. The great Bambino. Who thinks he should just hop the fence and get the ball. And he's like, but I can't. There's a beast. He's like, so? 
<laughs> Bring it back. He's like, look, kid, this is your chance to be a legend. And he's like, remember, kid, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never, never die. die. And before he leaves, he takes the Hank Aaron baseball card. He goes, Henry Aaron. <laughs> I don't know why, but I want to hold on to this kid. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's probably worth a couple bucks. So Benny gathers the guys. And uh, then he pulls out the secret weapon. PF Flyers. Whoa. <laughs> He's been sleeping on these PF Flyers all this time. I said, those are probably his new school year school shoes. <laughs> all of the kids either have on Converse or PF Flyers. Mm-hmm. All of the Sandlot kids. Well, there wasn't a lot of options. You know. These shoes are guaranteed to <laughs> Nike make wasn't run thinking. faster yes. and jump higher. Tony goes, I guess they didn't have Air Jordans back then. <laughs> no, they had PF Flyers that make you fly. So Michael Jordan was probably like two. Because yes. after this movie was released, they did a limited edition release of PF Flyers. Really? <laughs> yeah. So they're all like, Benny, don't do it. Don't do it. We don't want you to die today. <laughs> we like you, dude. We want you to live. <laughs> like, Smalls like, will get grounded for the rest of his life. It's okay. You don't have to die for him. He's like, and that's why nobody will remember your name. <laughs> exactly. And he's like, look, I'm going to go over this fence. <laughs> so he does. And we see that the beast is just a big... Mastiff. <laughs> it is a so, big... It's a regular size mastiff. To, to be fair, it's dog. still a big fucking dog. <laughs> it's probably, what, 130, 140 pound dog? But it's not well, the monster. Mastiff's getting the 200 pound. Right, we'll the 200 we'll say pounds. this is a big range. It's go, a 200 this, pound fucking call dog. Call this 170. Mm-hmm. All right, oh, well, 175, just for fin. <laughs> Give an extra fin. <sighs> and uh, it almost seems like it tosses the ball towards Betty, like, all right, we're going to do it this does, now. It does, it kind of... <laughs> Mexican standoff. He's like, come at me, bro. <laughs> and then uh, he faces off with it, and it growls when he moves closer. But then he cracks his knuckles and plants his feet, and he does it. He runs for the ball, slides, grabs it, and runs back over the fence as fast as he can. He pickles the beast. And the guys are all like, what? <laughs> but then the beast has broken out of But the chain. dog breaks the <laughs> chain, chain and comes <laughs> right over the fence, too. And they're like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Do they swear here? Do they say, oh, shit? No. Uh, they swear think. a couple times in this movie, and this might be one of the times, but I'm not sure. I don't think they said oh, But a couple shit. times they... It, yeah, they oh, do. shit. I thought it was yeah. an oh, shit. But uh, now... If it was me, we would have went, motherfucker. <laughs> now uh, Benny is off, because the dog is chasing him. <laughs> he takes off running. He is. And he's still holding the ball. He didn't give it to one of them. He just takes off. Well, he probably would He's going for the ball. And we get some great chase music. And we see him try to knock stuff over. That's tequila. I like that song better. Wipeout! He goes down the alley, he knocks over trash cans, he's trying to slow the beast down, it doesn't work. And then we cut to a callback, Tony said, but I never knew what movie this was. A theater where they're playing... The Wolfman. The Wolfman! The original one. Yeah. And they're talking about the silver. And I was like... I was like, show, goes, show the cane. Show the cane. I said, I'll show the cane. I was like, damn it. That would have been so cool. Flash, this is your favorite tertiary object. The they cane. flash <laughs> back and forth Again. between the wolf man and the chase, and it's really good. <laughs> and then Benny runs into the back of the theater. He slides under the screen, and the dog comes through it. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you were in that theater. <laughs> you might have peed your pants. Oh. I would have said shit. So, uh... <laughs> He just keeps running, keeps running, keeps running. And uh, where do I see the... To get in the theater, the dog jumped through a glass window. Yeah. 
That's what Tony was like, holy shit. Yes, it's not playing. Even the real version of it's not playing. And then Benny runs to a Founder's Day picnic. (laughs) And And the dog doesn't get distracted at all by none of the meats that are hanging Uh, around. He jumps over a table and the there's a cake and he a jumps giant, over the cake. A giant, like five tiered, <laughs> like it's four a wedding foot tall cake. Yeah. cake. The guys lift the cake back up and Tony goes, oh, that dog's not making that jump. And I said, no, he's not. But they lift the cake up and the dog goes, and then all the other kids have run. And they all run and the guys safely put the giant cake on the but table. But there was uh, Uncle Sam on stilts that got knocked over by the dog <laughs> and he falls on one end of the table. And the cake goes up in the air. the air and lands on the Porsche. <laughs> sucks. Yeah, saw that coming. It's like when they're walking back and forth with like a big pane of glass. Yeah, you know it's going to go. Someone's going through that son of a bitch. Yeah. It's like Wayne's World, which out here is done. Yeah, but it's a little bit funnier how it does it because it's not that you would think that it's the dog that went through. And it's funny when all the other kids come through because Ham runs back and swipes the protein <laughs> off the cake. Uh, they even go into the pool. Yeah, and uh, wait, but Wendy Peppercorn. And the kid's like, "Mommy, mommy, a doggy. Ooh, a big doggy." Tony goes, "Jump in the water." <laughs> I was like, "Jump in the water, swim to the bottom." What's the dog going to come after me? <laughs> I can swim a dog. Dogs can swim. They can swim Ooh. okay. <laughs> they dog paddle. But they're yeah. not going under to get to you. <laughs> I don't think. But then this dog is yeah, supernatural. This dog is amazing. <laughs> Might need Constantine to stop it. So. So yeah. Benny sees him, and he's like, Sandlot, Sandlot, Sandlot! And Squints is like, I know a shortcut! So the rest of the team goes one way. So why are they not taking the shortcut? That should be the way. <laughs> <laughs> Benny runs the long way, and the kids all run the short way, and they beat him there. And they're like, where is he? Where is he? And they see him come around the corner, and he comes, and the dog gets his shirt. I don't know why he's wearing that extra shirt for this whole run, but... <laughs> Because it was the 60s, it wasn't a hat out. Mm-hmm. Other than 150 degree day. Wow. He jumps over the fence. And the dog is not jumping over the fence. So it just breaks through the fence. <laughs> but then the fence falls. And, and the dog is pinned. Dog. And Benny is over by the dog house. like Breathing Phew. heavy. <laughs> Thank God I can stop running now. But Smalls hears the dog whimpering and can't take it. So he tries to lift the fence. Let's be real. None of us could take it. No, no. I know. Tony was like, Chale, what? <laughs> Chale was on the bed and I was snuggling with Chael. And I says, I will never do that to you, Chael. No, it hurt you, baby. And he's like, what? Uh, <laughs> then he licked her in the face. So Smalls is like, help me, guys. Help me. We got to get this fence off. Benny, And help. they're all like, no. no. <laughs> and he's like, Benny, he's hurt. So and Benny he's like comes. crying. And he comes and helps him. And the dog gets out. And then Smalls is face to face with the beast. And it's just like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Is his face going to get chewed off? Bites his face off and blood goes everywhere. No, 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 no. licks him and gives him puppy kisses. He licks him. So, I mean, he needs a bath. (laughs) He's he's covered. (sighs) Like his whole face is covered in slobber now. And, uh,. Then he leads the team over to where he has all their baseballs buried. And they're like, now we can play forever. Forever. <laughs> For, you get it? Forever. So they take the dog to the back door and knock on it. And an old man, James Earl Jones. It's not old man Myrtle. Comes, who's blind, comes out and wants to know what's up. And they're like, well, we hit a baseball in the yard and tried to get it back. And the dog got out. And he's like... You're the one has been making all that racket. And, like, throughout the movie, Tony's like, 
Where is the person that lives in this house? Doesn't he hear all this shit? Yes, he does. And oh. I'm like, yeah, but he's not coming out there to see what's going on. Like, he can't he see says, it. Why don't you just knock on the door? I'd have got it for you. And then they're all you know, squints and, and they'll, start they'll, they'll, They start fucking hitting it. Yeah. He's like, well, we got the ball back. Like, but we could have died. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Merle seems to think that this situation is just hilarious. <laughs> He's like, did you get the ball? Well, he can't see that his whole fence has collapsed. Yeah, that's true. Did you get the ball? And they're like, yeah. And they give it to him. And he's like, come on in the house. We'll talk about this ball. But nobody's ever got the best old Hercules before. <laughs> that's right. But not all of them. Just Benny and Smalls. Yeah. yeah. Well, the rest of the kids, I think, are still afraid of him. <laughs> but he probably played. He, he was a, you know, so he probably played catch with the dog with the baseballs. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was obsessed with baseballs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he's like, y'all are in trouble, aren't you? And they're like, well... (laughs) And then he takes them into a room, like his little family room or whatever. His man cave. That is covered in baseball memorabilia. Isn't that that amazing? (laughs) The one fucking place, the one guy... That shit's amazing. It is amazing. (laughs) And and they're like, well, that ball was signed by Babe Ruth. And he's like, oh, I take it back. You're not in trouble. (laughs) You're dead where you stand. (laughs) He starts laughing. And he's like, hold on, hold on. And he goes over to a case and he pulls out a ball. And he's like, here, take this one. And they're like, well, thanks, but that ball was really signed by Babe Ruth. And he's like, so is this one. And all the rest of the 1927 well, he says, uh, Yankees. He says, George, what's his name, George? Oh, yeah, he's George, like, George, George signed that? that? And you're like, wait, this guy knows this guy? <laughs> he's like on first name basis with him? Yeah, that was the Murderer's Row Yankees. Was, well, they say that was the best Yankees lineup ever, but it wasn't. <laughs> but he's like, I'll trade you. And they're like, why would you do that? He's like, look, I got lots of stuff. Lots of, just take a look at my yeah. stuff. I bet that ball's worth a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, and he, the Smalls looks and he sees a picture of Mr. Myrtle with Babe Ruth. Which, how does Smalls know that that is Babe Ruth? Because Smalls didn't even know who Babe Ruth was. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and he's like... Uh, so Benny pointed out that's Babe Ruth. <laughs> and he's like, you knew Babe Ruth? And he's like, oh yeah. I'm, I'm Says Pete. George? Yeah. Yeah, I knew George. And he was almost as good as me. <laughs> yeah. I would have beaten his record. But then we learned that he Of course, the blind. one guy who's better than Babe Ruth he got, ever he happened a, to be. That shit's amazing. He took a fastball to the temple. And his lights, lights went out. Mm-hmm. That can happen. And, and people, uh, people die in my baseball. They go what, 120 miles an hour. Yeah, 120 miles an hour. It's yeah. pretty fucking dense yeah. too. And they're like, "Look, we can't take this." And he's like, "Yeah, you can." <laughs> he's like, "I don't do anything. I, I, I'm cheating. I just sit here all the time." Like he's like, "How about this? Once a week, you guys come by, talk baseball with me. It's an even trade." And they're like, "All right." <laughs> now, you mind if I take some of this other stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Like Ty Cobb, perfect. <laughs> so then Smalls presents That's how Bill for yeah. with the ball, <laughs> and he tells him about the original one, and he's like, "Bill loved it." No shit. But he was still pretty pissed that I took the ball. His dad gave him. <laughs> so like, I was grounded for a week. It's like here, Bill. This b- ball here is worth three hundred thousand dollars. This one's worth a million. <laughs> <laughs> he's like. uh so I understood he grounded me for a week, and after that, things were cool between us. We played catch whenever we wanted, and I had no trouble but just calling him dead all the time. Because <laughs> so, we, uh, we don't really know if Bill, I mean, I assumed, we don't really know that Bill's a big baseball thing. His, he he kept the ball because his dad gave it to yeah. him. Right. And he had so, other sports memorabilia. Yeah. So In the trivia, it says <laughs> that uh, Bill, that Dennis Leary's character in the movie 
uh, loved the Yankees. Oh, okay. But in real life, Dennis Leary loves the Red, the Red Sox, Sox and hates course. the Yankees. Because he's in Boston, yeah. But it did say in the trivia that the character loved the Yankees. Oh, okay. So then, well, this is 1962. Most people love the Yankees. <laughs> so it's an end of the movie wrap-up. The guys kept playing through junior and high school, and the summers were great. We learned that the beast's name was Hercules. He uh, he lived to be 199 years dog old years. in dog years. Which is still pretty fucking old for a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was singing in the beginning when he was like, well, that dog, we got him at 20 years ago. I was like, 20 years ago? <laughs> No, you didn't. <laughs> I don't know, like, there might I don't, be some holes in uh, the story here. Yeah. Well, and I don't well think, that whole story. No, I no, holes. I know. But it was like, just like a small dog living twenty years. Okay, he's a stretch, yeah. but a big dog. Big yeah. dogs don't live that long. They're lucky if they get in the mid-teens. Yeah. So uh, he seems to become their mascot, though, and we see that Smalls kept it kept in touch with the guys over the years. And we un- we learned that yeah yeah helped develop bungee jumping after he got out of the army. And you know why? <laughs> Timmy and Tommy became an architect and contractor team and became millionaires. And they made mini malls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bertram was lost to the '60s. Which means Bertram's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Squints married Wendy Peppercorn. They have nine kids and bought the drugstore. That drugstore was um, oh man. And they bang a lot. Hold on, that drugstore is <laughs> in the trivia. Keep going. Right, we'll I come think back it was in that. the Halloween movies. Yeah. It was... Uh, oh, Tony, why didn't you catch that? Oh, I... Tony's not a huge fan of the Halloween movies. No, nah, really. Vincent's Drugstore uh, was first used five years earlier in Halloween 4, The Return of Mike Myers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when Rachel and her friend Jamie go to pick out a costume, and it was also used in Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Yeah, in the off. scene where the man in black steps off the bus and makes his way through town. Mm-hmm. I don't know those what those scenes are, but I bet Tony does. Yeah. <laughs> Started trying to make it about cults and all kinds of other weird shit. So we see that the hand, the hand became a professional wrestler, the great Hambino. You know it was the great Hambino. I was like, I've never <laughs> and <laughs> actually that actor is in the newest season of Glow, a couple episodes, and I wonder if he wrestles Is there a new it. season of Glow? I thought yes. there was only one season. I mean, no, there's two. There's two. There's two. He's and in we, the second we season. We haven't watched season two. I've never seen season two. We didn't either. We watched season one, but we haven't watched it. Well, that's yeah. the problem like with everything with Netflix. It's like, hey, man, watch this. And you're like, cool, man. You binge it. And you're like, cool, the next one will be out in a year and a half. And you're like, by then, I don't give a shit no more. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not rewatching Glow again. Like, I liked it, but I'm not rewatching it again. I really, I like that season of yeah. Glow, but I'm probably not going to go yeah. back because then I'm going to have to watch season one. I don't yeah. care that much. It wasn't that I'm trying to get through season two of Stranger Things. I'm just like, I don't care about this. <laughs> so we learned that Kenny no. played triple like A ball yeah. and coaches a little league team called the Heaters <laughs> that his sons play on. And Benny became a local legend, and they called him Benny the Jet Rodriguez. After the Elton John song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that name followed him to this day. Small seems to become a sports announcer or baseball announcer. Mm-hmm. He's in the booth at the game and sees Benny steal home. But first, in the background, we see that the, the Babe Ruth ball, mm-hmm. the, I think the fake chewed one, he has that up. He has yeah. the real Babe Ruth ball, the and fake one that Benny wrote, and the murderer's row ball. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And he's he also wearing paraphernalia from yeah. the old man and from his dad. He's yeah, also cool. wearing the horrific fishing yeah, hat. Yeah, he's wearing the ugly hat <laughs> yeah. from the beginning. That's so you know it's him. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only reason he's wearing that hat is so you know it's, and it's a much In case more, you were too dumb to figure yeah. it out. It's much more normal... On an adult man's head yes. than well, it was yeah. on a kid. <laughs> it's it, it, it somehow shrunk. Still big. <sighs> and then there's a picture of all the guys the from that first yeah. summer. At the That's, that picture is actually kind of famous. And the end. And the post-credit flashlight scene is mm-hmm. Babe Ruth 
Hank Aaron no. and Joe Dirt. No, no? It's not. there's not a post-credit flatulence scene, although there is flatulence in the movie. In the clubhouse, somebody asks who ripped one. Yeah. And in the diss-off with the other team, he calls him a fart, uh, sniffer. A fart sniffer, and Bertram is, acts like he's sniffing. <laughs> wow. So, uh, anywho, what would you think, Tony? Uh, my favorite character is Satan. <laughs> wait, mm. Least favorite character is Chaz Kramer. No. Oh, wait, right. that's the wrong one. <laughs> oh. Uh, favorite character, Benny Rodriguez. Least favorite character, none. I didn't dislike any characters in this movie. I thought they were all great. All right. <laughs> uh, favorite scene, when the, the giant beast's head came up and ate the ball. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my other tie for it is is the robbers that look like the Hamburglar. <laughs> um, favorite line: that ball you just aced, aced to the beast is worth well more than your life. <laughs> and my favorite tertiary object is the giant erector set. I used to love erector sets when I was little. And I will yay it. Oh, I like yeah. this movie. Yeah. You did? Yeah. Carly looks surprised. Now, I watched this movie through some serious nostalgia rose-colored glasses. <laughs> oh, I get it. It's kind of so like... So I enjoy um, every second of it except that carnival scene. <laughs> it's kind of like Wonder Years and, you know... What would you yeah, do? <laughs> All right, Elaine. Damn, okay. last. My favorite character is Ham. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ham Porter. I love him. He's fantastic. My least favorite character, I said Phillips, which is the kid the from the other from baseball the other team. team. Like, oh, I don't yeah, really... Yeah, yeah, I didn't think about I mean, that. I didn't really dislike no, yet, him, yeah. and I don't really dislike that character, but he's just my least favorite. Like, Okay. Um, <laughs> you got to pick one. Yeah. My favorite scene is... Pretty much everything Ham says when he's playing catcher at the baseball game. Oh. <laughs> Ham's but, good, good at trash. But now. my favorite one is, you know, if my dog was as ugly as you, I'd shave his butt and tell him to walk back. Because <laughs> it's just such a good classic insult. And it, I love it. it. it and classic. I'm curious if this is the origin of that insult. Because that is something that no, people have said for a long time. That's an old one. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just really good. And... Um, I like that whole bit. And then my favorite scene is when Benny pickles the beast. Mm -hmm. I like every moment from when he opens his box of PF flyers <laughs> till when he runs back into the sandlot. It's just really, I just like a good chase scene. Um, and my favorite tertiary object is the bubblegum cigar. Oh. Which Carly didn't even know what that was, but I do like a good bubblegum cigar. <laughs> and uh, I will eat this movie. It's a good, fun family film. And uh, I think everybody can enjoy it. It's a good, fun family film. Okay. It's my turn, huh? Yeah. Okay. My favorite character, um, Wendy Peppercorn. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be uh, Benny. Mm -hmm. Good kid all around. Mm -hmm. uh, my least favorite character is Kramer. Chad's Kramer, asshole. <laughs> you going the Michelle Rodriguez route? Yep. <laughs> nice. That <laughs> was funny. I was like, shit, he stole mine. <laughs> I should have said Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. Um... Or the chicken Godzilla. Chicken Godzilla. My favorite line. I can't believe nobody else took Shane this. Shane Sossaman? Because, yeah. My favorite line. I can't believe no one else took it because it's such a famous line. You're killing me, Smalls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just, it's an immortal It's a line. great line and we say it a lot, but it's not mm -hmm. really the one that I laughed at. It's my favorite at. one. It's the only thing I laughed at when I watched it this time. So the first time you <laughs> said it, I was like, hey, you know. <laughs> That's not true. What? You giggled more than once. You said the first time. Last time? Uh, the last time. When we watched mm -hmm. it, you were giggling a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, 
My favorite scene is the 4th of July, that whole deal where the 4th of July, they're mm-hmm. hanging out doing the thing and then they go play baseball. That mm-hmm. was cool. Mm-hmm. And my favorite tertiary object is the Murderer's Row baseball. Okay. Because I wish I had that. Yeah. <laughs> that might be worth a penny. And I give it, I don't know. Like, I, I watched it through Rose Color Glass. I used to really like this movie. And then I watched it, I'm like, wow. Really kind of a dumb movie. <laughs> it's like watching Little Giants again. You're like, this is kind of stupid. Little Giants is a great movie. <laughs> I'm going to give it a soft yay just for Carly's birthday. Well, thanks. Okay, happy birthday, Carly. <laughs> All right, my favorite character is Benny. My least favorite character is Bertram because he brings the chew. (laughs) He also got really into the 60s, so he paid for that. (laughs) He brings the chew. (laughs) My favorite scene is the fireworks scene. And then when they play the other team, those are my two favorite scenes. That's a good one. Although I love the Thieves flashback, too. There's also, a lot of good scenes. I also like the, the pool scene. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but... Which apparently was their least favorite one to see, too. Because it's fucking cold out. It was 58 degrees that day. <laughs> it was hot as shit the whole time they filmed that it was 58 degrees the day they filmed the pool scene. Wow. And the kids... Like, you that can figures. see them all shivering. <laughs> and it wasn't just because of Wendy Peppercorn. I love it. The only one who wasn't cold was Squints for some reason. <laughs> and I wrote for my favorite line, I love the disses. Like, you mix your Wheaties with your mama's toe jam. There you go. But my favorite line is probably when Bertram says, maybe the shock of his first homer was just too much for him. <laughs> and my favorite tertiary object is the Founder's Day cake and the chefs. Mm. And uh, I'm gonna give it a yay. Of course. You're gonna yay your birthday movie? <laughs> Shocker! Good call. <laughs> you didn't yay it. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, and you got four yays. Woohoo! Happy birthday to me. We should have a thing for that. All right. So please find us on Facebook.com/slash The Underappreciated Movie Podcast on Instagram at Unmovie Podcast Dogs and on Twitter at Unmovie Podcast. Can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe, rate, review, listen to all our episodes, and we'd love to hear from you. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bop. What do you think of my birthday pick? Uh, (laughs) I thought it was funny that you guys all picked Benny as your favorite character because he's kind of one note as a character. Like, he's the thing, he's more of the plot device than a character. Well, I like him because he he helps out. Yeah, he's the nice kid who takes If it wasn't for him, then the little kid would have grown up miserable. Next time. Yeah. Next time! On the podcast. Is Elaine's pick for Carly's for birthday. Carly's birthday. I was gonna say Elaine's birthday, Carly. So for a while I was gonna pick Tin Cup. But Tin Cup is not underappreciated. Hmm. I mean Carly could probably pick it and slip it in, but it's not really underappreciated. It's not. So instead It made money everybody really liked it. <laughs> it's real good. It is Kevin good. Kevin Costner, really Renee Russo, Don Johnson. I think Cheech Merrick. Yeah. <laughs> I but the bartender. So, the bartender never gets killed. <laughs> so instead, I have decided to pick coincidentally a baseball movie. I'm picking sixty one. Which is why Elaine's told me to stop is, talking about Mickey Mantle. <laughs> yes, because you're ruining the whole movie. No, I'm not. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about it next week when I review sixty one. It's a great movie. Starring, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Starring The Punisher and Barry Pepper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now, Thomas J. Thomas available. Um, we have a copy. I have one 
within Pop arm's reach at all times. <laughs> <laughs> I got a six disc changer full of 61 here, okay? I don't know. This was a made for, H this is an HBO film. What's funny about this movie is I'll tell you next week. <laughs> F this on mobile.